Nerd Talk, Dork Talk, Real Talk. The coolest podcast ever returns. I don't know the meaning of life, but this is what I live for. Hey, hey, what up? It's old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. Finally, right? It's been a while. How have you been? What have you been up to? And again, if it's anything illegal, you don't actually need to tell me. It's cool. I'm just being polite. You can do the same thing. You can do what everyone else does in that situation ever. How are you? How have you been? Oh, I'm doing fine, thank you. Great to see you. Then you move along with your day. Even though nine times out of ten, not really great to see that person. In fact, some of the cases, you hate their guts. But I live in Canada. I was brought up to be polite. Not a fan of conflict either. I'll suck it up and play nice. Because let's face it, if you ask somebody and they answer for real, the answer you're going to get is likely not fine. It's probably a little bit closer to... How you doing? Oh, I'm alone and depressed and uh, empty on the... Well, not really empty on the inside. And sometimes I am, but usually I'm full of anxiety and regret. It's a really painful existing knowing that everything that I want is probably out of reach at this point. And every passing day and every waking moment is taking me one step further and further away from my dreams and closer and closer to what I hope to be the sweet release of death. A fine thank you would have sufficed. I'll move right along with my day. Lots has happened since the last time I picked up a mic. Nothing great and wonderful, but lots has happened. But I suppose I'll start with the closest thing I've got to something good happening. If you recall last episode, I vaguely do. What was it, like three weeks, a month ago? Something like that, a long time ago. And before then, it was a couple weeks too. Don't worry, I'm going to make it up to you. All summer, all Kenny Ho show all day long. It was perfect. Sun's going to be up. Weather's going to be beautiful. Girls are going to be wearing next to nothing. You know what goes really well with enjoying your life and being happy and such? This podcast. What does everyone want to hear when they see a half-naked girl walking right by them? The sound of my voice, right? But I digress. The last episode, I talked about... Well, it was kind of a psych-out. I'm like... I had this epic, Oscar-worthy performance of a psych-out, this build-up. I was bringing the Tinder challenge full circle. I had you convinced. I had the movie guild convinced. I had the critics convinced that, oh my goodness, old Kenny finally got a Tinder match and finally got that date he's been looking forward to. And you were all crushed to find out, nope, it may have just been an accidental match. It may have been an accidental swipe right. But I've only got one critically acclaimed performance in me per year or so, and we wasted it on that. So I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna do it again. I'm just gonna tell you. Yeah, it happened for real this time. That's right. The Tinder challenge came to an end at about I don't know, like two or three months or whatever. I got a real match, and you're yes. 
So that's why you've been missing. So that's why you've missed a month. It's okay, bro code. You're allowed. You're allowed to miss a month of podcasting. They'll hook up with some babe. It's all good. I know you're probably listening to this show just so the numbers stay at a healthy enough level where I don't kill myself. And you're like, but at some point I gotta stop this. There's only so much of old Kenny I can take. I hope at some point he gets a girlfriend so he'll have a different reason to live. But I hate to disappoint. You're gonna have to keep listening so I don't kill myself anytime soon because I don't have that girlfriend. I didn't even get a date. Now, I don't know if it was an accidental match, an accidental swipe right, but uh, this bitch didn't write me back. I wrote her, I wrote her a doozy. I found something online. I looked up, hey, what, you know, what's, a, what's a good icebreaker for Tinder? And I looked that up and I found someone had used something from Taken, you know, the, the very famous monologue, you know, a, sp- a certain set of skills, you know, that one. So I, I, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I think that's definitely killer. I didn't go word for word on it. I took what I thought worked and added some more stuff to the point where I came up with this. She had to have been fake. There's no way that's a real person. There's no way a a human being could see the icebreaker that I threw at her and not completely fall in love with me. It's that's what it was. It was a robot or else it was one of these uh, Nigerian quote unquote princes who just come into the inheritance of 10 million dollars extra where he's got to sneak it out of the country and he and he picked me but then he realized this guy is too cunning the level of genius this icebreaker has I won't be able to fool him so buddy's like you know I'll move on to the next one and after about a week and a half dude unmatched me that sounded super gay. No, it was a it was a chick. She was updating her uh, Instagram and and her photos on there regularly. But I don't know. It may have been an accidental uh, match. She may have just ran through the gauntlet, and then when she had matches, she just pick and chose. But that's not even the worst part. Her not writing back to me. It's typical. That's not too surprising. But what was? Was I got really excited when I got that match. I'm like, oh my god, this thing's for real. Because it was like. At least four hours into the match, and she had not unmatched me yet. I'm like, oh, this is for real. This thing's going to go down. I'm not going to be alone for once. Like, I didn't know I had this in me still. Like, I wouldn't consider myself a happy person, but I like to think I'm pretty content. Warframe is the key to my content. Take that out of my life, and it's all over. Well, it won't be all over, because I'm quite cowardly. I, I, I do not have the courage in me to kill myself, as I have... As you well know, after, what is it, like four or five years now that we're going on to? Four or five years I've been talking about this, haven't done it yet, not likely going to anytime soon. I'm quite content. You know, the mental oopsies bothers me, but outside of that, I like like the way I live. A lot of Warframe, I make enough money just to get by. I don't want to think about in the future when I can't do like hard labor jobs and stuff, but that's, that's future Kenny's issue. I'll deal with that down the line. And hopefully by that point, they would have invented time travel so I could just jump back to this time and never deal with the future. But as is, you know, I, I, I go on my own schedule, go on my own time, have no idea what the hell I'm doing in life, but at least I do that on my own time. So, you know, for the past few years, I mean, if I get a girlfriend, that's going to change. I'm not going to be able to do whatever I want. You know, as is, it takes forever for me to, to farm prime Warframes if I get a girl, that's going to severely delay how long it takes me to get the next Prime. And I got to say, not really up for that. 
I like boobies like as much as the next guy does, but is it worth missing out on a Warframe or two? Well, duh. Of course not. But there's all the logical side of me. This is me like, what was this? This was a few weeks ago. This is a few weeks ago. The logical side of me has taken over again. But in the moment, my goodness, I was so excited. I started thinking, where am I going to take her? Like, what's a good place for a first date? Where does she like going? I started looking through her pictures, seeing where she wants to go. And this girl seems like she's a bit of a ritzy girl. Like, it's probably best at the end of the day that she and I never even met because I would probably be really unhappy going to all the places that she likes going to. And I started thinking even further. I'm like, oh, yeah, me and my buddy Shane... You know, I like his girl. She's really nice. We could double date. My buddy Sheed, his girlfriend's really nice. We could triple date or do two different double dates. I was like, all these thoughts going through my head, getting super excited. And then beyond that, beyond the first date, beyond double dating, which is beyond the first date, even further than that, I started thinking about, well, how am I going to incorporate her into my life? What's, what's going to happen a few years down the line? Like, I got so invested over a bloody Tinder match. Suddenly, old Kenny, jaded old Kenny, became 16-year-old lover boy, young Kenny, once again. What I'm trying to say is, I didn't think it could happen. It's quite a tall order, but I somehow found a way to hate myself even more. What else happened? Right, I had, I, I left the house for once. I'm telling you, work, Warframe, that is my life. I know you're saying, yeah, I know, you some bitch. How about throw podcasting in there too, bud? I'm all right. I, I deserve that, I guess. Don't worry, I'm telling you, Summer, who wants to go out and hang out with, with their friends and stuff when you can stay at home and hang out with old Kenny? Who wants to have a night of fun when you can have 20, 30 minutes of, well, I don't know, there's a couple of laughs to be had over those 20 or 30 minutes. Don't, don't talk crazy. Summer is, you know, I'm coming back hard for the summer. But yeah, I finally got out of the house for once. My buddy Mikey and his wife Nicole gave me a shout, went out for dinner, and it's just always good to see them. They're just some of the nicest. I would say they're probably, if not just like the best people I know, they certainly don't fall short of the top three. It's really good to be around them. They're just good people who have their shit together. And I thought about it afterwards, and I'm like, man, it would be nice to be like them. This could be me, huh? I just, I mean, minus the, the being a good person and uh, good looking and uh, successful and, you know, lovable and gen generally lovable. I'm them minus those qualities. If I weren't so useless and unlovable, I could be them. And, and when I think about it more, it really is the useless part that really takes me down a notch, right? Because if I were useful, I could... I could cobble together a career and put some money together. And then the not being lovable part, that almost doesn't matter. I could buy love if I had money. And I hope you're not rolling your eyes right now. Be like, oh, Kenny, love can't be purchased. Horseshit. Of course it can be. Not the deepest type of love. But, you know, like look at Beauty and the Beast. Belle fell for the Beast. You don't think him having a big ass house and a bunch of cool servants to take care of her every whim had to do with it that guy that guy wasn't articulate that guy wasn't witty he wasn't funny or charming he was a goddamn beast more than i'm a goddamn beast and he got emma watson 
Money can't buy love. Well, I believe Beauty and the Beast would like to have a word with you. Anyway, why bring up Mikey and Nicole outside of, you know, my admiration of them and how wonderful they are. Something I, I can't be, apparently, unless I come into some serious do-re-mi, what up? But yeah, why I bring them up is because at the end of the night, Nicole was like, it was really good to see you, Kenny. I'm so glad to see that you're in better spirits than the last time we met. Which was a while ago. This was, I hadn't seen her since, um, well, I haven't seen her since her wedding. But I'm assuming she was talking about the time before her wedding, which was... A party I had no business being a part of. It was like for uh, all the groomsmen and all the bridesmaids and stuff. But I got invited over there anyway. So I was once again completely out of place. Which is where I'm most comfortable, ironically enough. But yeah, I digress. In the moment, I was like, oh, that's great. Wonderful. I had a, a, a couple beers in me, so I don't know. I'm Asian, so I get drunk easy. So I'm like, oh, that's great. Oh, yeah, I guess I am in better spirits. But then I thought about it a little later on. I'm like, wait a minute. This is in better spirits? Like me, you know, who wakes up unhappy in the morning? Who wakes up disappointed? Who wakes up sad and disappointed that he woke up at all? What is this? How is that possible? Are you serious or are you remembering someone else in your life? Nah, I stand out like a sore thumb. Not too many uh, cavemen-looking Asian, Asian dudes. Well... Not really cavemen, because cavemen back in the day were, like, physically active. They had to go, like, hunt shit and probably only had one meal a day because food was scarce. And, you know, like, I, I guess I'm the modern-day caveman. Spend all day in my man cave playing Warframe and dreaming about a life that I re re would really like to have. Tiffany Alvord in one arm, a slice of pizza in the other. Currently, I just have two slices of pizza in both hands. That's not gourmet stuff, it's the pizza pizza, which is, I don't know, I like it, but everyone else says it's garbage. So am I like a, like a raccoon now, too? This is why I don't podcast. I reflect on my life too much. But yeah, I'm getting on a tangent here. What was I saying? Oh yeah, good spirits. I'm like, are you serious? This is considered to be in good spirits? Even if she means relatively, this is considered good spirits even relatively? Just how suicidal was I? Probably as suicidal as I was the other night. Because the other night I looked at an old picture. I don't know why I was there. I guess my computer's really old because I'm kind of poor and can't afford a new one. Couldn't play Warframe. I tried to get Warframe on PC the other day. Definitely couldn't run it. But this sucker's so old, I found a picture of myself from when I was in theater school. And I almost cried. Two fronts. One, I'm like, oh my goodness. I was so goddamn good looking and slim back in the day. And then, I guess on the same train of thought, reason number two, oh my goodness, I'm so hideous compared to what I used to be. Like, I was in a picture with this uh, really, you know, classic girl next door, all-American looking girl, blue-eyed, blonde hair girl, a buddy of mine... Back in the day, we spent a lot of time together. I guess we were both like the outcasts. I don't know why she was an outcast. She was like a hot blonde. But she was hanging out with me all the time. And you're like, oh, it's probably because she had a thing for you. She definitely didn't. She had a boyfriend. Uh, and I remember one time we were in rehearsal. And I like I, I laid on, I put my head on her like because rehearsals are long. And she's like, oh, yeah, can you not do that? I don't like that. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure she's uh, she wasn't into me. I guess she hung out with me just because. 
just because everyone else was in a clique and I wasn't. I was there by myself. Nothing's really... Well, lots has changed. I'm no longer handsome. I'm still alone, but no longer handsome. But oh my goodness, it was tough. Like, let's put it this way. You know, you get a general idea of how pretty this girl was. When I looked at the picture, I looked at me and I looked at her. And I remember back in the day, I don't know that I ever had a crush on her. But I kept thinking to myself, yeah, I'm not good enough for her. She's way too pretty. When I looked at that picture, I'm like, damn, look how good looking I am. Who's this kind of ugly girl next to me? Oh, she got natasha And I guess that makes sense to me. Let me explain to you. <laughs> nah, screw it. Long story short... I was friends with Natasha's friend before I was friends with Natasha. When I met Natasha, I almost pushed that girl out of the way. That's what happened. I'm like, damn, young Kenny was so handsome, I pushed this blonde girl out of the way. I'm like, oh my god. It's almost, it's like young Kenny was like Bruce Banner and old Kenny is like the Hulk. Except Bruce Banner is a genius scientist who turns into this badass, super strong warrior. Whereas... In my case, young Kenny went from, I don't know, pretty sharp, pretty smart kid, and then he transformed into this weak, chubby, always tired podcaster. But you know what? If I were anything like Tiffany Alvord, I would see the silver lining to everything. And today, I I choose to see the silver lining of my situation. Sure, I'm like the, the fugly Hulk. That's not so bad. I have the freedom. Granted, I don't go into the outside. I'm always in, in indoors. And I am a prisoner of my own mind. But at least I'm not going to... Hopefully, anyway, as long as I play my cards right, hopefully I don't become a prisoner of the state. Which is more than I can say about former Smallville star, former Chloe Sullivan, Allison Mack. Oh my goodness, have you heard about this? I don't know what... What's going on? But recently, I've gotten back into Smallville in a big, bad way. I'm always down for Kristen Krug. That's, it's never stopped. Always been into her. So, you know, occasionally I'll Google her and be like, damn, still looking good. And I'm like, ah, damn, still not down for old Kenny. But I almost never Google Allison Mack. And I don't think I did. I think the last... Oh, yeah, that's what it was. I Googled Kristen Crook and automatically this story came up. Have you heard about this? Allison Mack was a part of some... Oh, damn. I probably, nah, it wouldn't be very me to do actual research, but she's, she was part of some group that was designed to help young women become better, to overcome fears and obstacles and have a support group, I guess. But it turns out what this group actually was for was to get young, vulnerable, attractive women with a bit of dinero and feed them to some... I think he was like in his 50s old pervy dude. That's right. It was a sex cult. Ugh. Listen, again, I like boobies as much as the next guy, but the, the strip club sounds like a far nicer sanitary and wholesome place compared to a sex cult. And it'd be one thing if everyone joined, you know, under their own volition, under their own, you know, with consent. But it sounds like, you know, these girls joined to become better women and they got brainwashed into doing some old dude. And Allison Mack played a huge part in that happening. She'd be the one, you know, who picked them out. I guess picked out the most vulnerable ones, the, mo- the weak-minded ones. Basically me, if I was a hot girl. Oh, believe me, I have zero interest in being a hot girl. Life may not be great now, but oh my goodness, it's so much better than being a hot girl. So she'd pick them out, brand them, 
weird. Like, brand them like a freaking cow. And these weren't cows, these were hot girls. This guy was a real piece of shit, but he was quite picky. He wasn't picking no fatties. He's like, sure, big girls need love, but it ain't coming from me. I'm like, you son of a bitch, that's my line. You don't have the right to use that line, you scumbag. I'm like, it's pretty screwed up. Why the hell would you ever do that? Like, is this guy your dad? No. This guy your best friend or something? No. This guy save your life? No. Well, then I'm fresh out of ideas. Like a parent, a best friend, someone who saved my life. They're like, hey, I accidentally killed this hooker. I need you to help me bury the body. I'm there. So if it's under those conditions, I would understand where she's coming from. But none of the above. I'm like, the what on God's green earth, what reason would you have to perform such heinous acts to be part of something so disgusting? And she's like, it's simple. He paid me. Ah, money. The dirty green. Or like pinks and blues and brown, I think, is the hundred. I don't have too many of those, so I I don't know about that. Here up in Canada, it's not green. That's what I'm trying to get at. The devil's teats at it again. Money? Yeah, I guess it makes sense. I hear women love money. Don't know for a fact because they never get any. But I don't know. I feel like there's a line. I, I don't know, I guess. I mean, there's... there's uh, the, the Boom Boom Club is a perfect example of women willing to sell their own body. So I guess what's stopping one chick from selling other people, other women's bodies? But oh my goodness, Allison Mack. What the hell? How much money do you need, girl? What are you hard up? How can you be hard up for cash? You're on Smallville for like nine and a half seasons. Now, I know it's not like NBC with friends where they're shelling out a million bucks per episode, but you gotta assume she got paid. Well, let's just say I'm assuming she's not living in squalor like old Kenny here. I'm assuming in the winter she doesn't have to wear a few extra layers in her own apartment just to keep warm. I'm assuming. She made at least, I gotta say, 10000 an episode. I read more at one point. I hear it's like 20 Gs an episode. You're talking 20-some-odd episodes a year. So you're talking nearly half a million dollars a year for just about 10 years. So she's got a couple million dollars. Now, of course, she could have pissed it all away. But I don't know. I feel like after doing Smallville, she could have piggybacked that into maybe not a, you know, a... You know, not into some sort of illustrious movie career, but she could have been working enough where she didn't have to, you know, whore out a bunch of innocent young women. You gotta draw the line somewhere. Like, how much money do you need? Like, I actually thought about this uh, a couple weeks ago. I'm like, what do people, like, do with their money? Because I know you know somebody in your life who... Or at least you come across somebody who's like, that guy works way too much. Or that lady works way too much. This person hustles way too much. Like, what's the point of having all this money? Like, for me, okay. You know, making ends meet. You know, if I had more money, I would get some on-brand food products. That'd be wonderful, I suppose. But we're not talking about me. You're talking about people who who have cars, who have houses. I mean, you must get to a point where the car that you have... That's, it's pretty damn good. I don't need a nicer one. The house that I have, it's pretty damn big. I don't need a bigger one. Because guess what? When you die, you can't take any of that stuff with you. And if you're out there, I mean, hustling's one thing. It's bad for your body. If you're not resting, that's going to catch up with you in time. So your quality of life's going to dip. But if you're doing what this bitch is doing, you're going to prison. Quality of life is going to be real poor in there. 
and you're gonna find out what it's like to be fed to some some twisted sex hungry son of a bitch against your will allison mack aka fem bubba's bitch all right that's it that's episode 146 i think a few away from 150 probably not gonna do a milestone episode for that one at this point just getting back into it trying to trying to get back to just doing podcasts on a regular not trying to do a home run episode but i will try to get a second episode in this week can't promise anything i mean i could but then i'd just be breaking another promise or likely breaking another promise but this weekend is the weekend all douchebags on the planet have been looking forward to yes may 2-4 weekend yes I, I fluked into that one. Yes, many douchebags love that one. But I mean the other types of douchebags. The ones who love the royals. Harry and Meghan Markle are getting married. And oh my goodness, that's an episode that writes itself. There's so much material there that I didn't have to think about. It's just there for the taking. That's a five-hour episode just waiting to happen. So we'll see. If I can get around to it, then I'll get around to it. If not, we'll do a, a you know a look back episode. Like, yeah, can you believe this and this and this happened? It'll be a good time, is what I'm trying to say. It'll be a riveting good time, which is the buzzword on everyone's well, all the douchebags' mouths regarding this wedding. So the next time I talk to you should be a fun episode, but don't hold me to it. You never know with my mental oopsies. I may just throw out a clunker out there. But we won't know until then now, will we? And until then, you take care of yourself. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, your life is now better because old Kenny has returned. Nobody's life is ever better than old old Kenny. Nobody's life has ever been improved by me. But whatevs, time to go. Kristen Crook, I hope you're listening. And I hope you're impressed. Toodles. Toodles.